You are listening to True Crime Fiction, feeding your addiction to the best of the written and the spoken word in crime. If you would like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as £1 at patreon.com slash truecrimefiction. There are many different ways in which true crime can be challenging. Telling a story without sensationalism or gratuitous focus on violence and sex. Sticking to facts can all be challenging when faced with the reality of the consequences and impacts of crime. To an extent, all crime challenges our sense of the world and how we would wish it was ordered, but nothing can challenge our sense of the world as much as when one of the worst crimes, murder, is committed by a child. Children committing murder is rare, but it does happen, and sometimes at ages which leave us distinctly uncomfortable. The Wicked Boy recounts the story of child murderer Robert Coombs, who at 13 killed his mother with his 12-year-old brother's knowledge while their father was away at sea. Summerscale tells the story not just of the murder, but also the effect that its reporting had on Victorian society. Victorians had a particularly contradictory relationship with children. On the one hand, they revered the innocence of childhood as a blessed and pure state. On the other hand, the factories and mills which were powering the expansion of the empire were manned by children who were regularly killed and injured in unsafe and inhumane working conditions. And that's all without taking the rampant child sexual abuse that was practiced at the time into account. Coombe's actions and subsequent trial set the public into a frenzy of apportioning blame, which mainly falls on Penny Dreadfuls, the cheap and salacious fiction publications full of adventure and crime. Anyone who lived in Britain through the trial of James Bulger's murderers will remember a similar frenzy around so-called video nasties, a term steeped in moral panic for the horror genre. However, one does not need to dig much further into the case to see that popular culture was not so much to blame as Coombe's possible head injury in infancy on top of a strained and difficult relationship with his mother, accompanied by what we would now call physical abuse, but at the time many would have accepted as a normal part of discipline. The Coombs case indeed throws up a mirror at our apparently more modern age, where we consider ourselves to have more understanding. The Wicked Boy, however, does not lead one to a satisfactory conclusion that we would react differently nowadays, because we are so much more knowledgeable and clever. Instead, it shows us that despite the great advances we've made, both socially and in technology, once you scratch the surface, the human reaction to children committing murder is the same tumultuous mix of shock, horror, pity and disbelief, accompanied by the kind of wild blame-seeking and judgement that speaks more of calming and anxiety than the search for true understanding. The observation that history often repeats itself is not a new one. However, we are so often apt to forget history. The many cases of child murderers, both before and after Coombs, and which stretch into our own era, attest to that. The wicked boy does not delve into what we need to do as a society to make sure these things do not happen, or at the very least don't happen more often. 
which is the right call in this case, as it's not the job of history to tell us what we need to do right now, but it is the job of history to let us know that we are rhyming with some of its worst couplets. For more true crime on juvenile criminals, check out our post on The Sleep of Reason. The Wicked Boy is available to buy in the True Crime Fiction Bookshop, where all profits go towards independent retailers and to help the podcast keep running. You have been listening to True Crime Fiction, the podcast that is feeding your addiction to all things crime. You can find our website at true-crime-fiction.com, on Twitter at true underscore crime underscore fic, on Facebook and Instagram as True Crime Fiction. Please rate and review on the podcast app of your choice. The music is by Kitty Kitty Meow Meow.